As you've probably heard by now, we've teamed up with BetMGM this season. We'll be using BetMGM lines to make all of our picks, and we'll have special offers for our listeners each week. If you haven't signed up for BetMGM yet, use bonus code THEATHLETIC, and you'll get a one-year subscription to The Athletic, plus up to a $1,500 first bet offer on your first wager with BetMGM. Here's how it works. Download the BetMGM app and sign up using bonus code THEATHLETIC. Make your first deposit of at least $10, place your first bet on any game, and claim your voucher for a one-year subscription to The Athletic. See BetMGM.com for terms. U.S. promotional offers not available in D.C., Mississippi, New York, Nevada, Ontario, or Puerto Rico. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Available in the U.S. Call 877-8-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY 467-369 in New York. Call 1-800-NEXT-STEP in Arizona. 1-800-327-5050 in Massachusetts. 1-800-BETS-OFF in Iowa. 1-800-270-7117 for confidential help in Michigan. 1-800-981-0023 in Puerto Rico. First bet offer for new customers only in partnership with Kansas Crossing Casino and Hotel. Don't forget, if you haven't signed up for BetMGM yet, use bonus code THEATHLETIC and you'll get a one-year subscription to The Athletic, plus up to a $1,500 first bet offer on your first wager. Welcome to Copa with Felipe Cardenas. I am your host, and I am joined today uh, by Pablo Mauro, my colleague at The Athletic. We're currently sitting in, a, in an empty two-person business center at the Hyatt Regency in Clearwater, Florida. That's bleak. It's, yeah, it's, I was going to say beautiful Clearwater, Florida, but I knew you would just start cracking up, Pablo. Yeah, it's been, uh, we spent a lot of time yesterday at the Sheridan Sand Key Resort. Uh, which is a sad uh, place, a sad place. Yeah. It's played host to the Philadelphia Unions preseason camp for a while. And it is, uh, ever more depressing every year that I return to it. <laughs> yeah. So what, you know, after that gloomy outlook, uh, what are we doing here? Why are we in South Florida? We're in Tampa, uh, for a few days because there are several MLS teams here completing their preseason. We're going to be talking to several of those, uh, coaches, players, uh, from several different MLS teams, Pablo mentioned the union last night. Uh, we're recording this on Thursday. So Wednesday night, we had a really good conversation with Jim Curtin, head coach of the Philadelphia Union. Uh, it was great. We're going to be doing a Q&A off of that. So look forward to that. Uh, today, Thursday, we're going to be meeting with several members of FC Cincinnati, quite possibly the rising uh, team of, of MLS. Uh, we're going to talk to coach, head coach Pat Noonan, their assistant, Dom Kinnear, an MLS legend. Uh, we'll sit down with Brandon Vasquez uh, and Lucho Acosta, their DP central midfielder. Now I'm going to be sitting down with Santi Arias, Santiago Arias, the new signing Colombian fullback, once one of the best fullbacks in South America uh, and Europe, honestly, until he had a really, really bad injury in 2020. So we're going to see like what he thinks of MLS, why he's here, and if he can resurrect his career in Cincinnati. But yeah, so far, um, pretty eventful in, in the last 24 hours, Pablo. I mean, you've been here several years. You've been coming to MLS preseason um, throughout your career. What's changed, if anything? Uh, nothing. Like I said, I think there's there are like more scuff marks on the walls. The carpet's a little bit dirtier. Why, in this very room, Felipe, it's very, I, yeah, I, very I interviewed beige. Edison Flores for a feature I never wrote several years ago. <laughs> so, no, it's, it's an interesting place. I, I, I always think it's fun um, coming down here for preseason camp. It really is true what people say, uh, you know, about every team being undefeated in preseason and sort of being full of hope and that sort of stuff. You definitely get that vibe 
Um, you know, it's always interesting, interesting to see players, coaches out for a jog on the beach, just sort of enjoying life, you know? Yeah. You um, just saw Chris Albright running around on the beach out there. Yeah. Yeah. So it's, it's interesting, man. It's, uh, plus, you know, access is great. People always want to yeah. talk. They're excited about it, you know? Um, so yeah, definitely looking forward to it. Everyone wants to talk except Hernan Lozada, apparently. I don't know. We almost got that one. Then he backed out. That's a, that's a shame. Yeah. Hernan, obviously, I think, left DC United under some pretty uh, tenuous, tense uh, circumstances. Um, he was pretty openly critical uh, in his own way of their decision and, um, you know, sort of saying things like results speak for themselves. But, you know, I imagine Hernan is, is very forward-focused right now, doesn't yeah. want to even – you know, mentioned the name DC United. I think that's certainly understandable, but you know, would have been nice to talk to him about the project he has going on now. For sure. Yeah. I mean, and speaking of players, people that are moving on, we're going to be in Fort Lauderdale to, to for a pretty big story, several stories that we're going to be doing in the Miami area, including obviously looking at Inter Miami. Uh, we have sit down scheduled. I'll be sitting down with Joseph Martinez, who left Atlanta United under. A lot of controversy, honestly. A club legend that that really left out the back door, landed in, in Miami with a, a conference rival, and so we're gonna find out what life is like for him in Miami. Is is this a, is this the last chance at being a star in the league? He's a new father. Uh, really looking forward to that conversation. We're gonna be speaking with Phil Neville as well, head coach of Inter Miami, several other players uh, on that club. Uh, and that's another team that's just very intriguing for very different reasons. Um, and so we're going to try to dig into that club and see where they're going. But you mentioned MLS preseason, Pablo, and, and, and being at the, the the hotel where the union are staying. It was interesting last night because it's, it's like I said, it's kind of a sad place. It's like an old hotel. They've been going there for a really long time. And when we were there waiting for Curtin, the players, we saw the players sort of trickling out of dinner and they were heading up back to their rooms in flip-flops and shorts and hoodies and i was like just looking around and the fact that there were so many convention members with name tags and things like that it was like they were a u19 club team like that was the vibe but maybe that's the secret for the union maybe that's why they're sort of who they are right i mean you could definitely say that the sheridan sand key is like the philadelphia union of resorts right i mean it's like a little you know i would describe it as modest uh every man workman like sort of hotel um just a place to probably crash you know but still has a few beach nice is, features yeah, you know yeah. it's beachside it's you know yeah. um i'm sure there are people who come here year after year you know so now it makes sense man i mean I, I just had to laugh i was telling you you know i talked to jim Curtin, i think in 2017 or something like that i came down here talked to him there and then i had a patrick viera one-on-one and that was the ritz carlton so oh, man. different See, uh different teams obviously City go about football this football club ways. money yeah yep. yeah that'll get you the five-star treatment yeah i'm obviously now i think we're starting to wonder where that money came from <laughs> but you know whatever like uh oh gosh yeah. um but yeah speaking of jim Curtin, it was a really really uh enlightening engaging conversation that we had last night looking forward to putting that to getting that q a out there for everybody just a really interesting uh personality jim Curtin. you know very approachable but it's like you feel like there's something behind him uh, you want to sort of peel the onion and find out like what makes him tick and what has been his secret to success with the philadelphia union i thought he it was really cool when he talked about you know, he was one of those coaches that got a second chance. You know, he was under fire for a little bit in, in Philadelphia, and he's really done well with that. And and Pat Noonan, 
who, you know, head coach here of FC Cincinnati, was an assistant under Curtin. Uh, he intrigues me. You know, he intrigues me. He feels like this is a coach that's really just shot up the ladder in his first opportunity as a head coach and taking over a team, Pablo, that was in last place three consecutive years. Like, they were awful, awful. And now it feels like this team might be really good. Yeah, I mean, I feel like Dunan and Curtin kind of represent I, – I feel like for a while in MLS you saw teams migrating away from even having assistants that were sort of former MLS players, the you know, more traditional model of American coaching where – uh, you know, player just sort of moves down further on the bench, becomes an assistant, then a few years later becomes a head coach. Um, in more recent years, you've seen a lot of these guys, Noonan is one, Josh Wolf is another, Jim at some point was one, um, who are again coming from MLS teams. And Pat was somebody who for years was, uh, was you know, always connected with MLS openings. I mean, he was connected with a DC job before Losada filled that he was, you know, I, I think, you know, he's he was always a highly respected assistant, an important member of Jim's staff. Yeah. So I'm definitely looking forward to picking his brain a little bit, seeing um, seeing what's you know what he feels has been responsible for since his turnaround. Obviously, Chris Albright has a lot to do with that too. Yeah. Yeah. But um, but you you also look at like we talked about since he's managed to extract really good performances out of guys like Lucho Brenner, who by all yeah. accounts was set to be one of the bigger flops and league history all this then turns around and just lights the league on fire the next you know yeah. the next year so no I definitely look forward to, to digging into that a little bit looking for an assist with your credit card but can't get a hold of anyone luckily with 24 7 us-based live customer service from discover everyone has the option to talk to a real person anytime day or night yep you heard that right you can talk to a real human and customer service at any time. Sounds like a real game changer if you ask us. Make the right call and get the service you deserve with Discover. Limitations apply. See terms at discover.com slash credit card. This episode is brought to you by Michelob Ultra, the official beer sponsor of the NBA. Want to get closer to the game than ever before? Michelob Ultra Courtside is giving fans the chance to win exclusive NBA prizes and experiences like official gear, courtside seats to an NBA game, and more. Head over to MichelobUltra.com slash courtside to learn more. Yeah, they've got a good project going here in Cincinnati. Uh, the hotel that we are going to meet them, this is the Hyatt Regency, much nicer, much much nicer than where the <laughs> Union are staying. So there's a bit of a contrast there between the two, uh, the two projects. Uh, but similar in a lot of ways. If you remember that FC Cincinnati-Philadelphia Union playoff game, it was just... Uh, a slugfest. I loved it. I think a lot of people were like, oh, aesthetically, not good soccer. But for me, it was just a great, great matchup. And Curtin talked about it. Curtin talked about that game and how big it was You know, for both managers. He spoke so highly of Pat Noonan, too, as his former assistant said. He's, you know, he, he was, to quote Curtin, he's like, this is a team that's going to keep shooting up. Uh, and so, yeah, they have like a friendly rivalry, a really good relationship, Pat Noonan and Jim Curtin. Uh, they talk about Jim Curtin was talking trash about how he's the better dart player. <laughs> Their hotels are, are very close together, so clearly they've been hanging out here. And this is cra- not crazy, but you know, it's it is when you hear this. Like the Union are going to play their seventh preseason game this year or the, to, this week. I'm sorry, seven preseason games before the MLS uh, start on the on on the 25th. It's a lot of games. You know, Curtin was telling us that. The players are getting sick of each other. You know, they're ready to go back. They're ready to start playing real games. And so, 
you know, with sort of the 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 new league that we we feel like we're about to experience with the Apple TV deal, uh, you know, the teams meanwhile are getting are almost like over prepared for the start of this this season. It's going to be so intriguing to see like how it kicks off. Yeah, it's definitely exciting. I, mean, I do think the Apple TV. It's it's funny because it's the maybe the first time in a few years where you know an off the field storyline, a broadcast deal. Um, let's not beat around the bush. I mean, it's like the biggest storyline in MLS. Thing, yeah, I mean, there's sure. people just sort of foaming at the mouth just to watch, you know, <laughs> like a just a you know opening day game. You know, it's 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 interesting. I mean, obviously, the other thing you. The other thing that you see sort of banter about or chatter about these days are kits, which obviously you and I have, I think, yes, a, a, a pointed interest in. We'll probably end up reviewing all of them in some form or another. We will be reviewing them. Look out yeah, yeah. for our, our, lo- our longstanding tradition. Just bear, of, I think of it's just, two years old now. It's two years uh, old. My, my longstanding um, tradition of insisting that I'm the arbiter of yeah. fashion taste when I can barely fucking dress myself exactly no but it's it's true like we our our kit tracker was all mls kit launches yesterday it's look for athletic kit tracker you'll see that everything's there and then pablo and i are going to review every mls kit we're gonna do who, who are the, who are like the, best yeah who are the early hits and misses for you right now we've seen probably you know 10 12 15 kits. yeah i think the two of us agree that uh nycfc their their blue kit their home kit was nice like what i'm thinking is like it's it's really hard to mess that up like they're just like a very classic look the city look light blue white the 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 orange trim always works but they went out there a little bit like i like the patterns i see like a spider-man vibe with i mean they they always try stuff you remember the the kit they had that year when when via and Pirlo and Lampard, I feel like were there that had like a weird spiral design yeah. in it and stuff. I feel like they've always tried stuff. Portland's another one Portland looks we good. both like with the plaid. You know, it's that's classic. Um, what about some of the bad ones? Uh, there's a bunch of boring ones like Charlotte's drop today, and I was just yeah. like uh, Charlotte again, Charlotte again. Yeah, it's, looks like you can get it at Dick's Sporting Goods. Yep. Now. Yeah, um, and Raw Salt Lake also underwhelming. You know, the I think some of the descriptions of how these teams have, are rolling out. Are hilarious too. Oh, yeah, we um, are being warned by St. Louis City right now too that they might quote yeah. break the internet tomorrow. Um, yeah, New England Revolution like dropping uh, essentially a River Plate knockoff. <laughs> uh, so you know that's that's funny. It looks okay though. I like it, uh, and I think the one that we are going to that's been marinating is the is Austin's kit, Pablo. It's like I can't decide if I, I like it, it I like or it. if I just despise it. I'm, I'm, I'm concerned sure. that, you know, for those of you who haven't seen it, go look it up. But it's you know basically just looks like a bunch of odd striped patterns sort of checkerboarded together. Um, almost looks, you know, reminds me of uh, – are, are these still around? I don't know, like we're kids or all these those images you put your nose on yeah. and then backed away slowly and they become three-dimensional. It's like that or like a QR code or something. But, you know, my attitude remains – there's only so much I'm ever going to dislike uh, a team's kit when they tried something. Yeah. And uh, my only concern with Austin's is how it will look in motion and on television. I think between that and the the uh, seizure-inducing light show that they have after goals, <laughs> they might kill somebody this it's year. A lot, Austin. I don't know. Um, but, yeah, we'll, we'll see when the rest of the kits drop. Obviously, some big ones still to come. DC United, I think. You could probably make an argument this Cherry Blossom thing is the – Maybe the most anticipated MLS kit in the past decade, uh, just because it's been talked about for years. But um, I'm interested to see it. You know, 
yeah. yeah. Red others. Bull. I thought Red Bull's. Red Bull's is okay. Look, yeah. Looks pretty cool. Yeah. If anything, the takeaway is that after so many years of just the, the boring, bland template, it does seem like teams started to punch out of that bag for sure. Trying different yeah. designs, different looks. I have a story dropping tomorrow on Nashville SC's kit, which is a collaboration with the Johnny Cash Estate, which is pretty cool. Traveled to Nashville cool. for that. Interviewed. John Carter Cash, Johnny's son, and uh, and Johnny Cabin's cabin on his Johnny Cash's cabin on his oh, property. Wow. It's a tongue Tons twister there. Um, look out for that. So yeah, there's there's always some interesting things. But like you said, man, I mean, it does seem they're starting to take some chances. But at the end of the day, man, Adidas still only allows its teams and MLS to customize two areas of the jersey. So if you do the what they call the jock tag and the neck tape, you can't do anything else. You end up with a, a template kit. If you do the pattern on the front of the jersey, you only get one other shot somewhere, you know? Yeah. So um, I don't know why, why they can't just be like, here are your five customizable things, just mix and match, you know? Um, but but who knows that there was that, some cre- there there was some creativity there. Like yeah. I liked at Dallas FC Dallas that retro website that they launched. That was really cool. I liked that yeah. sort of teaser. Uh, then the the jersey came out and it was I guess a throwback. It, it did. I land. mean, if you're gonna do flames, it could like be more aggressive yeah. or yeah. And, could have sublimated the horse from the burn logo right. or. I think that's your point that even though teams are being a little bit more creative or they're allowed to do more, there's still you can still see that there are templates. There, 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 there are like just certain areas of the jersey that that's your that's your real estate. That's where you design, and here are some elements that that we like Adidas being Adidas. So, uh, but hey, you know, small victories got to celebrate them. Uh, so again, yeah, we're, we're going to be here uh, in South Florida through I believe the twenty second. Lots to still lots to do. Lots to talk. A lot of people that we're still going to be talking to uh, in the region throughout MLS. So stay tuned for that and. Pablo, I mean, listen, you know, maybe, maybe the, the, what's, what's the shirt, the Sheraton sunrise, maybe, maybe we won't be, maybe we won't be staying there anytime soon, but, uh, pretty memorable conversation we had with Jim Curtin last night. So I'll always remember. Yeah. I think the mold close to my heart, the mold and lead paint that entered my lungs from the plate place will probably be staying with me forever. So yeah, you know, whatever. (laughs) Wish us luck. All right. Stay tuned for on this feed. This is Copa with Felipe Cardenas. Take care.